Welcome to Engage, a series for women in agribusiness. This update is made possible by Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Dow AgriSciences, Thunder Seed, Black Gold Farms, North Dakota Soybean Council, Peterson Farms Seed, and the North Dakota Grain Growers Association. Now, here's our host, Kara Hart. Joining us today on Engage, we're visiting with North Dakota farmer Vanessa Kumar. She farms with her husband near Colfax. Thanks for joining us today, Vanessa. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your experience um, being a leader on, uh, on agricultural boards. Tell us a little bit about your leadership experience. Um, are you leading anything now? Have you? What have you led in the past? Right now, I am not leading anything other than I am the farm lead for North Dakota for the farm journal Farmers Feed the World. And this has been very interesting because it allows me to go to Washington, D.C. and actually visit with our senators and representatives and speak to them about especially food and hunger problems throughout the world. Um, That's something that I could not do in my nine years at the United Soybean Board. So it's a different role for me. And I guess it really takes me back to my beginning of leadership, which was part of the North Dakota Soybean Growers Association, uh, which is the policy group on the soybean side. So how did you become selected to become a state leader for the soybean growers? Um, Tell us a little bit about your experience. Well, my husband and I always attended the North Dakota Soybean Growers events when they had their annual meetings, and uh, we enjoyed getting to know the other farmers and learning about what was happening in North Dakota other than on our farm. And we were approached by someone who was going off the board saying, would one of you two run for the board? At that time in our lives, it was easier for me to leave the farm to do meetings than it was for my husband. So I accepted the challenge, and eventually became the president of the North Dakota Soybean Growers Association. What a big, uh, what a big opportunity for you. Um, was it ever overwhelming at all, um, taking a leadership position, maybe not having done that in the past? And then um, what was it like working with, uh, with folks on your team? Um, what was the makeup of the team? Were you the only uh, woman on the board at the time? I was the only woman on the board at the time, and um, the camaraderie seemed just fine, whether, you know, I think farmers, when we get together, just treat each other like farmers and friends, and we were all working towards the same goal, so um, it really went very well, and I enjoyed that time a lot. I spent a lot of my time doing membership calls and talking to other farmers in North Dakota about the importance of belonging to the North Dakota Soybean Growers and the American Soybean Association. So it was interesting for me to um, be in that position because it, it gave me the chance just to visit with other farmers and to, to discuss what's important to us in North Dakota and when it comes to connecting with Washington, D.C., what uh, what prompted you to transition from uh, the policy side over to the checkoff side? Because you also mentioned you joined a United Soybean Board. The interesting part about that is that I ran for the position of representing North Dakota on ASA and lost. And so um, I was 
without a board seat for a year or two and then was approached by the council when it came time that we had an opening on from North Dakota to represent North Dakota on the United Soybean Board. And so I put my name in the hat and was approved. And you actually are appointed by the um, agricultural secretary. And so um, that's how it began. Well, what's it like to lead a a, a national uh, checkoff organization? Um, the, were there any challenges you had to overcome or any big lessons you had to learn? I suppose the biggest challenge for me um, personally is standing up and, you know, giving speeches in front of people. Um, there was so much information that I had to give that I couldn't do it off the cuff. And so I had to read a lot of the notes in order to make sure I was getting the information correct. Um, other than that, I think it still follows through that if you are genuine with the people around you and if your scope is to try to connect with those people and to do what's best for all the soybean growers, um, then you really don't have any major issues. The Probably the biggest problem for me was that your position as the chairman of the United Soybean Board lasts for one year. And so that is, you know, if you are trying to do anything, you are dealing with so many other things that trying to do any um, agendas to introduce things takes quite a while. Uh, we did accomplish a lot during that year. It was the year that we signed the memorandum with uh, DuPont and Monsanto to increase the production of high oleic soybeans. And so that was a very important thing for soybean growers across the United States. How do you use your experiences from that leadership uh, position or any of your leadership positions you've held um, currently in your role working on the farm? I think that it makes us better farmers when we know more about what's happening nationally and internationally. We learned, you know, when I was, before I did all of the things on the soybean group, I really did not understand where our soybeans were going other than that we dumped them at the elevator and that a lot of them went over to, say, China. I did not know that 98% of our soybean meal was used in animal ag and how very important animal ag is to our market and how they are basically partners with us in, you know, trying to feed the world and in trying to make things better. Um, because of that, you start understanding how important the quality of your soybeans are and you start recognizing where your product is going. For me, it was really, um, it was a great opportunity to meet not only farmers from across the United States, but to meet the people in other countries who buy our soybeans. The opportunity to go to Vietnam, to China, to the Philippines, um, and really meet those people who are buying the soybeans and how you know, like in Vietnam, it's usually a family business. And in the Philippines, where they just really have a lot of um, support for us 
and friendship for us and in the United States. So seeing those relationships and understanding that we need to have a face for our market, and that is our United States soybean growers going over there and visiting with them one-on-one or having teams from their countries come and see how we raise our soybeans. Back on the farm, I wanted to know if uh, if there was a certain way, maybe how you define yourself um, working on the farm. For all of the years of our marriage, I basically would tell people that I'm farm with my husband, and I have become more cognizant to say that I am a farmer, um, just to make it understood that I'm, you know, not just kind of this person who makes sure that things are done for other people, but that I play an active role. Having said that, when a woman says she's a farmer, I think invariably you will get the question, oh, really, what do you do? Whereas a man who says he's a farmer, people understand what he does. He farms, he runs equipment. And so as a woman who farms, then I typically will have to explain that, yes, I run the equipment, I do the book work, um, I am part of the process from planting in the spring to harvesting in the fall, and so that it is more than just a, um, you know, a ride-along job. It is actually part of the job that I do on a daily basis. Vanessa, what advice would you give to a woman interested um, maybe in taking a leadership role locally, maybe in their uh, district, uh, state, or even on a national front? My main advice would be understand that you are capable of doing this. I think a lot of times women really feel intimidated and feel like, you know, I might not know enough to go and do that job. Whereas men feel that they are capable of doing a job regardless if they know any more than you do or not. Stepping into the role of a director on the United Soybean Board was intimidating in a lot of ways because the learning curve is very steep. You go in not knowing all that much about the markets or about, you know, the different production in different areas. Uh, So there is a lot to learn. But the women that were on the board at the same time I was and the women that are on the board now have all been very um, committed to spending that time learning. And you'll find that they are very good directors because they don't just think they know everything. They want to know and they're very responsible for looking at the information that is put out and for reading the information and understanding what they're voting on. And I just really think that women need to understand that we are as capable and that it brings a different light to the board when women are sitting in these director seats. It's not that we're better. It's not that we're not as good. It's that we just bring a different viewpoint and that brings diversity to the decisions that are made on these boards, and it's very important to have that. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us before I let you go? I would encourage any of the women hearing this to step up and try to take a more active role if they can. We do have a group through this 
corn growers and the soybean growers called common ground. And I believe that this is a very good way for women to be a little more active, um, to learn more about the process. And it's, it's women visiting with women. And so it's just telling our story of what we do on the farm and connecting with more urban women that might be hearing some of these, the messages about organics or about um, hormones and having all of these misunderstandings about what we do on the farm. And so it's just a really good group and a good way of getting our story across and, you know, just saying what we do, talking about which chemicals we use and that, you know, they are necessary in order to control weeds and that we use as little as we can and that we practice safety and that we practice stewardship. So it's a good way to get involved and it's a good way to see more of the industry. This special series is produced by the Red River Farm Network. Thanks to these supporters, the North Dakota Grain Growers Association, Thunder Seed, Black Gold Farms, Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Dow AgriSciences, North Dakota Soybean Council, and Peterson Farms Seed.